When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I'm so hard to impress, don't leave me on this stretch alone When I'm out at a party, I'm just excited to get home And dream about you all night long I don't know how Little Adele to kick off the podcast yeah, pretty amazing at uh, Abel, Ad- Abel. Adele proposes a change to Spotify's uh, system and immediately they're like, yes, ma'am, right away. <laughs> she's got some power, that Adele. Yes, she does. So she's changed the way that everyone will use Spotify moving forward. And I, I didn't even realize this, but I guess it used to be that if you would click on an album from an artist to listen to the album... It would be in a scrambled format. Like it would play not necessarily track one. It might start with track six and just have it shuffled. Mm-hmm. Weird. And Why uh, wouldn't it play front to back? Well, that's you know? what she says. Is like, look, I, I created this album and I wanted it to be heard front to back mm-hmm. because it's a whole thing. And I don't want you guys like as a default having it shuffled. So now... When you click on an album moving forward, it's going to play in its, uh, you know, scheduled order. And then if you want it to be a shuffle, you have to go in and adjust that setting. Sure. So it's up to you to make that decision instead of it being the default. I think we were talking about this last week where, like, haven't you ever crafted your own playlist and you've even put the thought into how it's laid out song after song? You don't want somebody pressing shuffle on that because it's a flow and a mood, right? Yeah, but I feel like... uh, in 90% of the cases when it comes to people's albums it would make no difference at all like I think with the Adele album it's a bit of a stretch to think that you need to listen to it track 1 to track 12 like if you if I jungle jumbled them up am I gonna is it gonna be really less of an experience I highly doubt it well maybe it's a story album like a concept album where she wanted to tell a story from the beginning to the end and then you listen to the end you already know the ending it's not the who's Tommy here it's Adele (laughs) And it's 12 songs And they're not I mean The first single she released Was track two Mm -hmm. Not track one Well singles are different Singles don't have Well shouldn't the singles Come out in the right order So the story goes out I mean it really Again it's the same thing Bundes disagrees as well. 100%. You th- yeah, you think it's good? <laughs> How about this? How about I'm going to play you a couple of Adele songs. You tell me which one, if if, if they were. Okay, I'm going to play you a hook okay. of a song. Okay. okay. And we have to and guess then, the order? And, and then I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to play another hook, and you have to tell me if that is in the right order or if I mixed it up. Oh, my God. Yeah. How are yeah. we supposed to know? Exactly. That's well, I point. don't know what her, her intended order was. Okay, Mora. So this no is the song. I'm not even going to tell you the name like of it. Now, this next song that I play is this one. Do you think that's in the right order? Or did I just screw up the whole vibe for Adele? I think you screwed. 
You, I think that is actually in the correct order. Yes, I do. Because this feels more like a cigarette at the at late at night, and the other one felt like more like we're just starting our evening. Okay, well, you know, that was that was track four to track five. Okay, so we were. But right? it's not at the end of the <laughs> night. I mean, I don't, I'm just saying yeah, the yeah. other ones should have come first. Okay. Now this song's playing, right? The next song. You tell me. Is this the actual next song, or did I just throw on another one? All you do is complain about decisions. Now, what do you think? What do you think, Mora? If you refuse to act and the life that you truly want. I'm going to say it comes later. I'm going to say it comes later. Yeah, well, it doesn't. It's the one that follows it right after. It doesn't matter. People take it too seriously. Like, imagine. I mean, listen to an album in the beginning is almost like a like a choral, like a... And then it gets deeper into some other tracks. And then the end also ends on that same kind of choral thing at the beginning. Mm-hmm. It's like a whole sandwich, That's you know? few yeah. and far between. It might happen. You might put on Pink Floyd's Dark Side of the Moon and the one song bleeds into another. And when you listen to it track by track, it sounds like it's starting in the middle of a beginning or mm-hmm. the end gets cut off mm-hmm. when you do it that way. But those albums literally are very few and far between. So, I mean, I look, I get it. I get why she would want that. I just but at assume the same time, no one's going to get a different vibe out of this is, album. Like, they obviously put work into the order. You know, yeah. there's obviously work put into the order. I, I remember, too, when, like, listening to a whole album was a thing. Like, you know, sometimes you would, wouldn't make it to the last couple of songs for a while. And then when you did, you're like, oh, my God. You know, the last song was often, like kind of random and like a little treat that you were like, this is weird, but it's good, you know? It almost felt like it didn't make it on the album. It's for the deep fans who are still listening, right? Oh, God. You guys. I, when, I, when, I did my, <laughs> when I did my first album uh, with, with MRO, the, the, the album Chains to Nowhere, I made that as a concept album where like, Every track was purposely designed. I did all the liner notes and, and artwork for, for the booklet to like... Speci- What's the name of the album? It's called Chains to Nowhere. Chains to Nowhere. Yeah. Okay. Like, so let, like, me, let me see if Mora can uh, <laughs> decide. How do, I, how do I look this up? Is it on Spotify? Yeah, yeah, it's on Spotify. M-A-R-Y? Mary? M- Mary. Uh, or M-E-R-R-Y. M-A-R-Y. Yeah. And then Rose. Yeah. Obsession. Okay. Yeah. Oh, it's not that obvious. Here, I got to put the obsession in here, too, I guess. Yeah. Here we go. And the album is called Chains to Nowhere. Chains to Nowhere. Okay, Mora, here mm-hmm. is the beginning. Okay. So you're telling me the, what the this, first song is? Or? This is a song okay. on the album. Okay. okay. <laughs> Let's see what Okay, I'll, and I'll tell you what I'm going to do. Just for this one test, this song's called All the World to Hear. This is the beginning of it, and this is the end, okay? All right, so that's how it ends. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm going to give you two options for what the next song is. Is it this one here? Okay. Is it this one here? I'm going to say it's the second one you played there with the drums. This one. Let's go! Yeah! 
<laughs> but is that is that because like it's the same exact guitar as the last one, so it kind of goes see, into the beginning? I can see why you would okay. put those two as far as a vibe uh, context to how uh, why mm. they would work next to each other. I, I yes. think he, he did that because it was an album, and uh, if he performed it live, he didn't want to have to change his pedal set <laughs> off. He went, he went from the same yeah. tuning to the same tuning. <laughs> you don't have any roadies. That makes sense, right? Is that right, Bundes? Uh No, that's not exactly why. It was it was all for the flow of like the story that I was trying to tell. Because like literally in the liner notes, I wrote a journal entry for every single one of these songs. Like it was like this guy that was on a deteriorating breakdown from the moment he meets this person to to the end and is like inevitable death at the end. Like the last mm. song is called Fallen Angel. From my understanding, that's called a concept album when you have a story yeah. that is told mm-hmm. through over the course of the. It's like yeah. the streets. You guys know the streets. They have always yeah. release concept albums and it's like front to back it's this whole story of how this guy ended up losing all this money and how he figured out it was his girlfriend and then he got it back or something over the course of like 10 songs yeah i, I feel like uh, you know who else did that maroon five with their album hands all over uh you know originally <laughs> <laughs> well think you know, about i was thinking you know, about um on. lenny kravitz field of joy yeah fields of joy he's and got I'm thinking two about jonas brothers and their album you know what i mean <laughs> he's got two versions of field fields of joy one is the one that was the big hit that everyone knows that i believe is the first song in the album and then deep in the album there's like this cool remix version of fields of joy that, you know, sounds completely different. You can't put those two guys back to back. You're going to be like, what? You got to have like a, you know. Or Neil Young. You sure. Know? Neil Young's got different. Uh, I'm surprised you can't get behind this based on being like such a I'm, classic rock I'm guy. I'm saying in some cases, yes. But in 90% of the cases, it's a joke thinking that like people really wanted us to listen to it that way. Or that it makes a difference. And I'm talking about pop music mostly. Right. Not about, you know, sure. classical music or whatever. Adele's next level, though. Yeah. She really is. I know, but it's like, you know, if I'm listening to the Scott Hellman album, do I need to listen to three and a four or can I skip ahead eight? <laughs> You'll have to ask him. I guess I will. Yes. I guess I will. <laughs> anyway, now what do I do? Can I play the same Adele uh, song again to get us into the next phase of our podcast? Sure. Am I going to get crucified because I'm, uh, should I have moved on to uh, the next one? A woman like me. Anyway, I'm going to play the same part. Okay. All Night Parking is track eight it's on the new Adele album. So easily. Oh my God. It's so hard to digest usually. And the daily I'm take two is coming up alone. next. Every time that you text, I want to get on the next flight home and dream next to you all night long. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Something I want you to think about and we want your input on uh, today is what is the greatest part of living alone? Uh, if you... Um if you live alone or if you've, you know, miss living alone, what's like the best part of living alone? 
I'm looking at like uh, they they call it underrated advantages of living alone, mm-hmm. and uh, these are these are not underrated at all. If you live with like a family, I know what the best part of living alone is. The I it, best it's, part. it's already come to my mind. The best, better the, than any other part. Yes, it is never ever cleaning up somebody else's mess because every mess that you see is something you created. So that to me was the best. You know, that's the best. Yeah, because you are a pretty clean person. Mm-hmm. And you live with a child and a husband, not so clean. And a cat, also not oh, so clean. Oh, yeah, a cat yeah. takes a leak on your couch all the time. <laughs> that's true. Bundes, yes, he does. Do you find yourself cleaning up after the Friday night lady friend has been over? Uh, yeah. Does it bother you when you, like, go into the sink and you see all the long hairs in there or in the bathtub? That's what drives me crazy more than anything. It's the long hairs that are all over my floor or on my pillow mm, on my wash, yeah. my washroom sink. It's that stuff. That drives me crazy. Trying to pick it up? Yeah. Or do you ever get one caught in your hair and then it's dangling <laughs> on your face and you're trying to find it yeah. and you can't pull it off? Yeah. yeah. What's the greatest thing for you? Living alone, the greatest thing. Better than anything else. And I know for you, you probably have like a hundred things you love about living alone because you are a guy who likes his own space. The silence. hundred percent. Silence. Silence. Yeah. I don't have to, I don't have to feel obligated to talk to anybody. Like whenever I'm around other people, a lot of the time I feel like I have to engage with them. Like, oh, you said something, so I guess I should respond. I, yeah. You know, like... Most of the time, I don't want to talk. Most of the time, I'm just in my own head, and I'm doing my own thing, and I love the silence. Like, unless I want to engage, then I, like, actively go out. Or, right. You know, you want to be social, you'll go out. Yeah. Will you I... talk to yourself if you're alone? That's the other great thing is I don't have to feel guilty when I have conversations with myself. Mm-hmm. I don't yeah. have to feel like someone's looking at me funny. I could just <laughs> make a joke to myself. <laughs> yeah. And it's all good. Ah. Hey, do you enjoy the, your own jokes? Yeah. All the time. <laughs> I'm getting a couple of texts for the yeah. exact same thing. Yeah, what's that? People say the best thing about living alone is when you put something thing down it's there when you come back to it it's in the exact same place yeah yeah Yeah. (laughs) you're like yeah somebody's like oh this doesn't belong over here this is where you like it that's where it goes yeah like the uh i i put i I, we're on this kick where we're doing a lot of homemade pizza at my place yep so we buy the dough at a grocery store, but we have to roll it out. Mm-hmm. So the rolling pin, I want it kind of handy now. Sure. It's about once a week I'm using it. Yeah. I put it in the drawer. That's pretty accessible. Yeah. Not the storage area that you have to move a whole bunch of stuff out of the way to get to. Hell no. Other day, I'm like, where's the rolling pin? Deb's like, I put it back in the storage area. I'm like, well, I need it. I'll put it there. But I've been looking all over for it. I dug to, you know, when you're going through a drawer looking for that spatula oh. and you got a huge bunch and you just never see what you're looking for. Mm-hmm. I probably drove myself crazy for about 10 minutes. Yeah, 100% I can agree with it's that one. It's there. It's always there. Yeah, good one. We're asking the question, what is the greatest thing about living alone? I got a list in front of me, and these are all advantages of living alone. And I think anybody who's done both, lived with other people and lived alone, can relate to a lot of this. Kevin, for you, what's the greatest thing about living alone? There's like 12 of them, and they're all about the bathroom, man. Yeah. You don't have to schedule your time. You don't get interrupted. Yeah. Someone doesn't forget to replace the toilet paper. Yeah. 
Yeah. Three. You got uh, you got another uh, nine to go. Uh, you don't have to constantly put the toilet seat back down. Yeah. You don't have to be considerate about anybody else. I know I've got one bathroom for my place, and it can be tight in there. You get two people, three people in there. Forget about it. You let other people oh, yeah. in, eh? Well, just if we're all getting ready for, let's say, an event, and okay. then somebody's using the mirror, somebody has to brush their teeth, and somebody has to get something out. It's like, okay, now there's way too many people in here. Here's another bathroom one. If you uh, live in a, like a detached place and you have a hot water tank, you don't have to worry about somebody using all the hot water before oh. you take a shower. Look, I got two teenagers at home now and a wife. That's that's a total thing. There you yes. go. You know, we got about 12 minutes of running that shower until the hot water is gone. Somebody gets in there before you. Now you got like three minutes of hot water. <laughs> yeah. And uh, personal space, like your razors and stuff like that. Not oh. all that girl stuff everywhere. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Preach. I got a feeling I'm sleeping on the couch tonight. Oh, oh you don't live alone. Okay, so you're talking about the good old days. The good old days, yeah, man. <laughs> Thanks, Kevin. No problem. Take care. Amanda, uh, greatest thing about living alone? Oh, absolutely. The greatest thing is being able to walk around naked whenever you want. Walking so if you have to run to the bathroom in the middle of the night yes. or if you just want to go into the kitchen and make a snack, anything like that. Just being able to be naked whenever you want to be. You know, if uh, we live together, I don't think I'd have a problem with that. You could still walk around naked whenever you want. Are, are, you, are you living alone or are you with people now? Uh, right now, I have a tenant renting um a portion of my place. Oh, so the nudity would not be good. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it still happens. I just have to kind of sneak around and look around the corners before. What's your What's your move when you are living alone and you don't have a tenant with the bathroom door? Is that bathroom door always open? Always, always open. And I have cats too. So even right now when I try to close it, my cat pushes it open. And you know, if the tenant comes by, it's going to happen. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. Thank you very much for weighing in on this. Not a problem. Have a great day. See, I'm kind of a bathroom door closed, even if I'm alone in my place. Oh, really? If I'm alone, I don't mind the door open. Kind of like a cocoon. Like, I just I'm going to feel like I'm, you know, just in my own little area. <laughs> Inside a womb. Inside a womb. Yeah, I'm protected. Yeah. I got four walls around yeah, me warm. all closing yeah. in. Yeah, yeah, I got it. I Keeping got me it. snug and comfortable. Yes. <laughs> We got a text from Rodrigo. We've been talking about the best part of living alone. And he says, without a doubt, it's having full control of the TV at all times. There's nothing better than that, according to Rodrigo. Yeah, it's been a long time since I was living in a place where there was just one TV. Uh, I mean, even when Deb and I were together, we always had a second, like, computer screen. Something. So you, could you guys watch. would separate? Sometimes, really? yeah. Yeah, like if she was into a show that I wasn't into, then I'm not going to sit there and stick it out. Really? Yeah. Wow. I'm trying to think of what show would have been like one of those shows. But, uh, you know, there's things that she, you know, I'll give you an example. She never liked Curb Your Enthusiasm. Mm-hmm. Love that show. Mm-hmm. If I start watching that, Deb doesn't even want to watch it. Right. Or I don't want to watch it with her because then she'll just sit there going, that's so stupid. <laughs> He's so stupid. Right. Yeah, yeah, I'm Like, have yeah. you met your husband? We have a lot of the similar traits, you know. <laughs> uh, we got uh, Brennan wanted to weigh in on this. Okay. What's the uh, best thing about living alone, Brennan? 
not having to share food or sneak food from your partner. Sneak, eh? What are you yeah, sneaking? So like if, if I want another cookie, I don't want to have to hear him say, well, you already had two tonight. <laughs> oh. Do you really need that other one? It's, yes, is your partner do. keeping tabs on how many cookies you have? <laughs> We're trying to eat better, but if I just feel uh. like I want another cookie, though. You know, I... it's funny you bring that up because on this list of uh, advantages of living alone, uh, dieting is a lot easier when you live alone, yes. apparently, because you don't have Brennan sneaking cookies in front of your face <laughs> and rubbing it in, you know? <laughs> Interesting. Yeah. Are you alone now or are you uh you got somebody there counting the cookies, I guess? <laughs> yeah, my husband is. Okay. Oh, two but more. Like, eh? you have a, but like even when you have a roommate and like you order a pizza and like he's like, Oh, can I have a slice? Yeah. Yep. Hey, thanks for weighing in. No problem. Have a good day. There's things I'll buy knowing that, um, you know, my kids are gonna get into it too. Mm-hmm. Like especially ice cream. Mm-hmm. If I was buying ice cream just for me. I don't need a lot of it. I want high quality. I'm right. going like Hagen Dazs. Sure, but I would I would have to hide that from my kids, right. and I would buy them the big tub of whatever's on sale, you know, <laughs> the Chapmans or whatever it is. Sure, the big giant tub. Yeah, it's on sale. I'm buying it. Let them like crush that, and then I got to sneak like the Hagen Dazs at the bottom of the freezer, yes. underneath like the whatever frozen vegetables I have that I know they're not going to like dig into. Jeremy says the best thing about living alone for him is sleeping in. In his king-sized bed all by himself. Does oh. he ever... I ask him if you can respond now, and we'll wait for the answer. Does he ever lie the other way? If you have a king-sized bed, you can kind of <laughs> go across if you want. That would be weird. Some days, you know, you go sure. north-south. Other days, you're east-west. Dave says the silence after work is 100% the best part yeah, about living alone. Silence. silence. The best. Like when you come home after a long day and oh. you're just tired and then somebody asks you how your day was and oh. you really don't want to engage in that conversation. But then you've, oh. you're like... You have to because you don't want to be rude. Like, how dare they want to know. know how your life is going? You know? How dare they get into that with I know. you? Yeah. Ian said, but if I lived alone, who would tell me I'm doing everything wrong? <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. Uh, you got to know. That's pretty good. When you're doing everything wrong. Yeah, the worst part of living alone is not having someone to tell you all the things you're doing wrong. <laughs> <laughs> that is pretty great. Uh, I love it. Earlier, we were talking about um, the greatest things about living alone. What is the greatest thing about living on your own? And Frank wanted to weigh in on this. So uh, go ahead, Frank. What did you want to say? It is the biggest thing I miss about living alone, deciding what I want to eat one time in one second. Uh, I hear you, buddy. You got somebody really, like, locking you down on your diet or what? Oh, no, it's just my wife. Every time she says, what do you want to eat? She's basically saying, I want to eat this, and I have to agree. (laughs) Yeah. I think the worst thing my wife does is when I work late, like, I'll get home at, like, 11, 11.30, and she'll say to me, like, oh, did you eat on your way home? And I'll say, yeah, I grabbed a quick bite at Wendy's. Well, what did you do that for? I would have made you something to eat. Yeah. You at wanted the Baconator, man. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, would, you you make your, would your burgers be square? I don't think so. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Honestly, if I was in charge of eating what I wanted when I wanted, I would have dinner for lunch. 
and lunch for yes. dinner. I would do like big meals middle of the day yes. and then have like a little, yeah, maybe mm-hmm. a little tomato sandwich for dinner I or cereal ya. or something. Totally. Yeah. <laughs> hey, thanks, Frank. Appreciate you weighing in. You're welcome. You guys have a good day. I forgot about something too that's great about living alone yeah. is desi- design decisions oh. can be so like personal to what you want. Like if I didn't live with my husband, I know he would have all of his trophies from his entire career in baseball <laughs> everywhere. <laughs> Every single one yeah. would be out of the box, I you know? F- I feel like that would be something he would like to say. You know, you get your way in style. I get my way a lot, but I almost you know, always don't you for style. Yes, yeah. he really doesn't care about design. My ex cared a lot more. I wonder what will happen to Bundes's uh, Batman action figures when uh, <laughs> exactly. if he ever moves in with a woman. Exactly. What happens to the Batman? And come down to the basement with me. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Well, the Batcave. You can call it the yeah. Batcave. Yeah. So you won't be like, this is going prime living room, main floor of house. <laughs> oh, that's fine. You can have the upstairs as long as the down downstairs basement is mine and you have you can't say anything about what i do with the basement then you can do whatever you. it's want just nice to have your own room to decorate yeah. too i used to have one of those old school tvs that wasn't like an led one I, like a big fat tv yeah and people used to rip on me for that when i lived alone and i'm like i really don't care like yeah. i don't watch it that much it was given to me i don't care i don't need it Speaking of TV, you know what's really great about living alone is being able to just watch whatever you want at the volume that you you choose and not having to listen to someone run the tap or clank dishes behind you or talking on the phone. Like, that's pretty awesome. I'm not going to lie. I almost, I almost, yesterday I was watching the Formula One race. Bunnis knows, like, I'm I'm right into Formula One. It's one of my favorite things to watch on TV. Mm -hmm. And all I hear in the background is Leah and Deb yelling about homework. And I, I, <laughs> I, was, I almost recorded a little bit just to send to you so you could see what the future looks like for your Formula One days. Uh, you know? I'd lose it. I would lose it. I know. My favorite thing is when Formula One races happen extra early in the morning and everyone's still asleep in my house so I don't have to pause it because I want to hear the commentating right. and all that, you know? Yes. Find out what's going on. Can't you put some headsets on or something? I, I guess I'll have to start doing that. But yeah, yeah they, they should Shouldn't have to. Shouldn't have to wear headphones. <laughs> Tucker Amora. So Mahershala Ali is taking over as Blade and Wesley Snipes approves of that decision. He mm-hmm. says, I get it. It's nothing personal. Mm-hmm. But Wesley Snipes has some advice for Mahershala Ali as to what he should be doing in this Blade movie. Does Mahershala need tips from Wesley Snipes? <laughs> Let me put my two Academy Awards down and grab a notepad so I can take a few notes. But what I should be doing... Right. You know, I, of course I'm going to listen to you. I'm pretty sure you were nominated for a Blockbuster Video Award back in the day. I might as well get your take on the character. I was just going to say, did Wesley Snipes win anything other than a Teen Choice Award? Yeah, just a bunch of that. <laughs> yeah, stuff. yeah, 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 yeah. He got like the surfboard award thing that you lean against your fireplace mantle for a year. And yeah. then you're like, what am I doing with this? Anyway, his advice was, uh, you know what? Make sure you're in shape for the movie because, uh, you know, when you're doing an action movie, there's a lot of demands put on you physically. Mm. So maybe hit, hit the gym a little bit. Hit the gym. Yeah. Oh. You know what Mahershal, he said? What did he say? He said, oh, great. <laughs> Thanks, 
for the tip, Wesley Snipes. Uh -huh. I don't know if you noticed, when I won an Academy Award in Green Mile, not Green Mile, uh, Green Book? Yeah, yeah, Green Book. I remember that one. I was pretty jacked in that movie. <laughs> Maybe if you've seen some of, my, some of my earlier work, you'd know that I'm already very much in shape. <laughs> but I appreciate the tip. You just say get jacked? It's like, thanks. Yeah. If you go to the U.S. for Black Friday, you might see some people lined up for Brown Friday, too. Brown Friday. It's the day after Thanksgiving. So same day as Black Friday. It's Brown Friday as well. Should you be getting in that line? Maybe there's some amazing deals to be had. Big sales on toilet papers. Well, I was thinking this, more uh, like uh, I was thinking more like uh, yard material stuff, like you know, so. getting ready for winter. You get the brown yeah, bags for your leaves. I don't know. Yeah, what, no. what's the deal? Okay, so Brown Friday in mm -hmm. the U.S. is the busiest day of the year for plumbers oh, to the point here. where they call it Brown Friday, Bundus. Bundus is actually oh, kind of right. right. Yeah, 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 yeah. That is oh, because boy. there is an increase in uh, sewage issues, a lot mm -hmm. of strain on pipes. All those family gatherings in the U.S. <laughs> for Thanksgiving. <laughs> and I'm not just talking about the toilet, okay? Kitchen pipes yeah. get clogged when people are dumping grease down the kitchen sink. Turkey drippings, cooking oil <laughs> down the drain. Garburators get overloaded. People are putting bones through there and skin. You're not supposed to do that. That goes separate. Then there's uh, increased stress on pipes due to those large gatherings. You got all of a sudden a whole bunch of people flushing the toilet over and over again. Uh, extra showers, dishwashing, extra laundry. So plumbers yeah. call it Brown Friday. <laughs> so stupid. Does that That's, happen here? That, Is honestly, there a Brown Friday in Canada? I mean, uh, you'd think it might be maybe after Super Bowl Sunday. I don't know. What would it <laughs> Brown be? Brown Monday. I mean, Boxing Day. I have no idea. Pretty ridiculous. They it say is pretty ridiculous. It is the busiest day of the year for them, the day after Thanksgiving. Okay, if you're a plumber in Canada, what is the busiest day for you? Mm -hmm. And does it relate to gatherings a and holiday. parties? Yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Must be Boxing Day, you would think. Yeah, but you know, in in the U.S., Thanksgiving is like they they really do that holiday up. They go crazy for that's Thanksgiving. The, that's their big one. Yeah, I mean, it's bigger than Christmas. I think it is for American families. I think Thanksgiving is bigger than Christmas. You're mm -hmm. right. So yeah, the pipes, the pipes yeah. are like, oh God, this weekend here we go. Somebody else who has to work on the, what should be a long weekend for the U.S. That's right. right. It's Tucker and Mora in the morning. Energy ninety five three.